Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Wait for Wait Food for Thought podcast. My name is Sabrina, for those of you guys tuning in for the first time. And on today's episode, I am joined by my roommate, best friend, and colleague, Sophia, yet again. And um, we are going to talk about the current social climate, some racial injustice going on in the country. I didn't find it really appropriate to talk about anything else and to really have an open discussion about what's going on, um, our thoughts about it. Sophia and I grew up, both grew up in different parts of the country, so we both have a different experience with uh blatant racism or subtle racism, whatever the case may be. So I think it's really important to have two different sides of the spectrum um, to really have a full understanding about what's going on and to be open-minded and to just listen to another perspective rather than discrediting what somebody else is saying or thinking because you haven't necessarily been in their shoes. So to kick off this episode, I actually wanted to start with whatever floats your quote. So we have three today. I think all of these really summarize what's going on um, really well right now. So the first one is, it is not our differences that divide us. It is our inability to recognize, accept, and celebrate those differences. Next one is, none of us alone can save the nation or the world, but each of us can make a positive difference if we commit ourselves to do so. And lastly, every time we turn our heads the other way when we see the law flouted, When we tolerate what we know to be wrong, when we close our eyes and ears to the corrupt because we are too busy or too frightened, when we fail to speak up and speak out, we strike a blow against freedom and decency and justice. So I'm going to go ahead and let Sophia kind of start from her point of view, her perspective. She's really passionate about this subject. And then we'll kind of touch upon each of these quotes as we go along and its relevance towards whatever is going on within the scope of the country and and the whole world. So take it away, Soph. Cool. Yeah, I'm really excited um, that you have this platform to talk about things like this. I think um, this is the stuff that we need to fill our our ears with and our minds with, um, you know, and I'm guilt and I'm guilty. I watch a lot of like <laughs> random shit. I listen to like crime junkies like I'm not you know, I'm not necessarily filling my brain with like all of this you know, social justice and philosophy all the time. But, you know, I think crazy things happen for people to wake up to, you know, it just got has to hit you like a ton of bricks. And I think a lot of people learn the hard way. So um, that would make sense why something like this would finally be the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, So I think it's really cool that our generation is speaking up for this racial injustice and all the years that it's been allowed, um, that it's manifested in different things to where, you know, naturally people are going to be brainwashed. People are going to be, you know, what, what, what do you believe what do you believe? And I mean, God, it's, it's a lot, (laughs) it's a lot going on, but you know, specifically we want to talk about what recently happened, um, with, uh, George Floyd and Derek Chauvin, um, the Minneapolis cop who held his knee on George Floyd's neck for nine minutes Um, and if you saw the video, like, you know, it's, it's one thing to say that and you're like, 
It's one thing to say that and imagine that in your head to your comfortability, but to look at the actual video and see the way that Derek Chauvin was putting his knee on his neck, the, the look on his face, his hands in his pocket, it's, it's like a smack in the face. You're like, oh, my God. And, and, and the cop who was allowing it and who was, like, saying things to the, to the, to the black kids, and, I mean, I think there are white kids there, too, but, like, there was a black, from the point of view of this, of this uh, black, black boy, and he was yelling, like, what's wrong with you? And, like, someone take, take this guy off of him. What's going on? And the cop was like, hey, like, this is what you get. Don't do drugs, kids. And we're like, sorry, what? Like, it was absolutely insane to watch that go on for so long. So I think something like that, obviously, it's and then for it to be recorded by that young man and he and he posted it and it went viral. Um, and that's when people are like, I'm done like this. You can't look at that and deny this anymore. So in for and of course, we're stuck in our homes, you know, we're stuck to our phones and our TVs and you know, again, it's bigger than us, but specifically speaking about this situation, um, we're all stuck because of COVID and we have nothing more to do. Nothing more is distracting us necessarily to where that we can put all our focus on this or we realize like we need to put our focus on this um, because like, let's not lie, like we weren't before. Like, this wasn't on the forefront of everyone's mind before this. So I think it's like a series of events that happen, you know, um, that ultimately leads to change and to good change, hopefully. Um, I think, I think, and I've said this before about my dad on, on previous podcasts, that I think good people leave this earth so that real change can happen. Cause if somebody that's just inherently a bad person or has caused a lot of pain for people and that person passes away, you don't really see the world mourning um, or a large group of people coming together to mourn the loss of a shitty person. And in this instance, we see an innocent, wonderful man just get brutally murdered. Like what a horrible way to go. And the whole world is, is the whole entire world for the first time is awake to this issue. And it's shedding light on not just issues within the black community, but just racial injustice in this country and understanding that there is a systematic problem and, and everybody's just sick and tired of it. And things have to change. And especially like what Sophia is saying is the timing of everything is is divine. I feel like we're all kind of stuck in our homes and this is the only thing that everybody, everybody is focusing on. And I, I feel like if everything was just normal and day-to-day -day life was normal and everybody was going to work, this would slowly fizz out. And this would just be this, I mean, again, you see, you see on the news instances of, um, police brutality on a black person. It is heading the head of the news for like a week. And then it just kind of fizzles out. In this instance, it is getting bigger and bigger and bigger every single day. There are more and more protests, protests every single day and more and more people are showing up to those protests. So nothing is diffusing and people are upset. They're angry and they are demanding change. And yeah, like I said, this is, this is divine timing. Um, and I, I know everybody on social media, like I have even taken a step back on my platform on wait for wait. Like I don't find it appropriate to post workouts or inspirational posts, even though I feel like that might be helpful for some people to just kind of, 
get their mind out of out of everything for a second and just kind of stay grounded and get some inspiration and maybe some, hey, how to stay mentally sane during this difficult time. But I even feel like that's a little bit inappropriate because this this time should be spent and post should be spent on on positive change and awareness, not just aimless posting, but how are we going to make a difference in this world? How are we all going to come together collectively? And I think the world is, has been coming together for the last few months uh, and it came, all stemmed from horrible series of events. COVID, you know, hundreds of thousands of people died. And now, um, you know, this instance, everybody's coming together because people have died, but everybody is demanding real positive change. And what I think needs to happen is people aren't just out in the streets screaming for, for nothing. People are taking real action. I feel like for the first time, more petitions are being signed, more money is being donated, more people are trying to change a system. And without being able to change a system, nothing's going to change. You can try to change people's minds all you want, but if you don't fix the root cause of the problem, which is the, the system itself, which is how to become a cop, which it's, insanely easy to become a cop. Anybody can become a cop. You see people who drop out of college who just don't know what career they want to take and just decide to become a cop because that's the easy alternative. Why isn't it that easy to get into the FBI? Why isn't it that easy to be a judge or a doctor? These things are this, if you want, you know, your police system to be, uh, keeping your community safe and healthy and happy and, and, to live in a really wonderful area um, that's clear of crime, you want people in this system to be just and honest and inclusive. So why, why this, it just baffles me that this even has to be a conversation. Like this should be obvious and apparent that if you want the people, um, the system in your, in your County to keep you safe, those people should be people that are of sound minds and love everybody and see everybody for who they are rather than, you know, being corrupt. And of course, you're never going to get rid of these corrupt people. Every single system has a corrupt person. Doctors are corrupt. There are corrupt lawyers, whatever. But there are systems in place to make those people few and far between. And I think that's what is going to happen. I think this system will be will be changed for the first time. Um, so I think a lot of good is going to come out of this. I think a lot of conversations are going to come out of this. I think it's really important to understand though, and do not, do not just encourage somebody to unfollow you or, um, stop speaking to somebody if they disagree with you. I think this is the time where conversation is important and having serious debates is really important to understand another person's perspective. So from the perspective of somebody that's maybe a little bit racist, how are you going to change their minds? If you just criticize them, if you just call them racist, you should try to have open conversations with these people and see if there's any, any, way to understand a different perspective. And that's hard to do. That's extremely hard to do. But that's how real change occurs is inviting healthy, open, honest debate so that people can understand one another because div division happens when people, there's a lack of understanding. So I, going back to the first quote, it is not our differences that divide us. It is our inability to recognize, accept, and celebrate those differences. So when there's a disconnect there between understanding a different race or a different culture or a different way of life, people can judge. And, and that is where the, the disconnect happens. It's from a lack of understanding and a lack of open conversation, not because of lack of are just differences in itself. Yeah, I 
I agree that keeping and and I hate it because I you know for me it's just like it's just like what is there to debate you know you know it's just like what is there to debate what aren't you understanding but maybe that's you know that's just my innate thought but then I I, I know like there are people who just grew up that way with those beliefs they don't necessarily understand or, you know, and that's probably something, you know, that's something that you, you want to hear out. Like, what is your reasoning? What is this? So I can better formulate how I can help you understand this. So, you know, I think that's totally fair. However, at some point, you know, people can't not everyone is going to change their opinion you can't you can't change everybody's opinion and you can't bank on that so you know it's important to continue your steps in recognizing accepting and celebrating other people's differences showing that that is something you can do and you know in fact I think it's 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 the right thing to do here um you know judge a person by their character judge a person by who they are how they behave if they're if they're a shady person if they lie pay attention to those kinds of qualities and characteristics not how someone looks and I think I mean we say that for everything but you know skin color is is a tough one because you can't help it you what does that even mean what does that even mean like what is that supposed to tell you about somebody so you know that's one thing but um also just the history, and you have to consider the history um, in America and, and how we were created, there is no, there was no stop. You know, growing up in school, you're, you learn about slavery as if it was like this thing that happened so long ago and now it doesn't happen clearly. So yeah, so yeah, that, end of story. <laughs> funny cool story right crazy story right no it's 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 continued it's never ended it has only manifested in different things and manifested into our modern day society our modern day government our modern day um politics you know and it's not just the president however he plays a huge role in not only uniting us as a country but just I think being a, a positive influence a positive role model you know somebody that has good values and just is honest and true and right now I don't believe that people in power I can't trust them um, and I don't want to sound like I'm this like paranoid like paranoid um, person about the government and all that shit, because fortunately for me, I'm privileged. I have light skin. I'm a female. So my life is, you know, I can't complain. I don't, I don't, I don't like seriously, like my life, I don't understand and I'll never understand how it feels to be a black person in America. But 
I've seen it. I have a lot of, of close black friends that I grew up with in my hometown in Virginia of all places, which if you if you're if you're looking, if you're on social media, if you're looking at the news, Virginia is is all over it. D.C., uh, Fredericksburg, um, Alexandria, all these different places in Virginia that I grew up near, you know, Stafford. I mean, of course, because I'm following all my friends, but like it's in an uproar and it's just crazy to me because, you know, they're, they're removing auction, uh, auction tables or uh, stands from as if it was like this memorabilia. So we have to remember like, you know, all these things happened in Virginia and, and slavery happened and for field trips, we're going to like a, a, a plant that what was a plantation. And it's like, we really let like, and, and we didn't tell the full truth and we weren't like honest with, with these kids because it was just, to me, I was like, wow, I, I would, if we could go back in time to slavery, like it was such an interesting topic to me because I, I just was like, I can't believe that this happened. This is, this is crazy. Like it's crazy. You guys, I don't know what more to say. Yeah. It's honestly, it's honestly baffling to me like uh, growing up I was taught inclusivity like I wasn't taught that there are different races and different colors like my parents just taught me to see all color and and to see people for who they are and if you're a shitty person I don't care what the fuck color you are I don't care if you're purple you're a shitty person if you're a wonderful wonderful person I don't care what color you are you're just a wonderful person but it's important to, to see color I think when you when you people say like I see no color it kind of discredits culture and and a lot of values that are derived from all these different cultures around the entire world. Like we're colorful. We're a colorful world full of differences and beautiful differences that, that at our core, we're all just the same. We're all just the same. And we're all just on this planet trying to find happiness. And that, that gets, that gets forgotten about with all of this white noise about skin color and where and upbringing and where you, where you came from and you grew up in the ghetto and the slums. It's like people can't choose where they're born. Okay, people can't fucking choose where they're born. And to to just sit there and criticize somebody that you have no idea about because of the color of their skin is such a hard concept for me to even understand that this whole thing, this whole outrage in the country is baffling to me. Like it's it's crazy that we have to go out into the streets and say a certain race matters. The fuck? We all matter. This is crazy that this is even a question. This is not I don't even understand. I don't I don't I cannot wrap my head around this. And I think, and, you know, it's just unfortunately, like, a, I think a lot of our generation understands that. But, like, literally, it's it's just the history. These are generations and generations of families who, you know, um, what what's the term? Where it's, like, family money or, like... Um, like old, old money. They have like old money and they stay in, in, and you know, Sabrina's from California. She's from Southern California. I'm from Virginia. Um, you know, so we've had very different experience almost where it's like, she's, she's not like here. They're very, they're very, I feel like they're very welcoming. Of course, I can't speak for everyone's experience. Um, and I know that there are race racist or prejudiced people here but um 
But it's very different from where you grew up. But yeah, it's very different from where I grew up. Um, I don't know, just my small town, the friends that I had, I feel like I saw, I, I was able to just see it firsthand. Of course, I don't, it, it never affected me directly, but it affected my close friends. I saw it happen, you know, right in front of my eyes and you know, the police, they're, they're intimidating. They're, they're scary. You don't want to, you know, cause what? Like they, they could, they could hurt you. And, you know, so it, it's a problem amongst all of us, um, within, I think just literally the government and the deep rooted beliefs, um, and laws that we've implemented into this country to ultimately keep minorities down but you know come on specifically black people like we can't disregard that they've been the targets since the beginning so you have and you just have to put it's like all lives do matter but black lives matter and we have to focus on that because otherwise like then who's there like besides other minorities it's like what then all lives should matter, right? Like then there was no reason to even say it, but no, they don't right now. And that's why we need to say it and, and scream it every single day. And, and until change and, and actual change, change needs to happen. And, you know, I think people need to educate themselves, you know, besides change, educate yourself because it really does go in deep. I think I, you know, I think I have a pretty good idea of, of, the extent to this, I, you know, I've, I've watched a lot of movies. Again, my experiences growing up, I feel like I learned a lot. And, um, you know, my, my school that I went to was really racist and I saw a lot of racism. Um, but I had a lot of black friends and I was able to see how things were different for them than they were for me as a white girl. So, um, things that I think people can do to educate themselves, learn more because, you know, you want to hear from, from true statistics and studies and, and learn the facts cause it's scary and you want to really get a good idea. Otherwise you're just, it's just this comfortable blanket that, that you're like using and you really need to see the full view or else you're not going to truly know the extent and, and care enough to, to see that, hey, this is something I can, that cannot keep happening. And I see that it's true. And whoa, this is a mess. So reading some books, um, I actually went and downloaded like a bunch of books um, that I plan on reading. Supporting Black Lives Matter. It's literally the website. Go there, donate, purchase a T-shirt, wear it proudly. What's, you know, wear a cool T-shirt that says Black Lives Matter because Black Lives are awesome. Black people are the best. <laughs> and I will wear it every single day. So I just feel like people need to understand that, understand their culture, where they come from. A lot of us use their culture and have benefited from their culture and um, are influenced from their culture and love their music and love their, you know, artists. And it's just like, so why, why aren't you fighting for them hard? Those are, those are your brothers. Those are your sisters, like your friends. It's just like, it just makes sense. And, you know, the, the quote from Robert F. Kennedy, which if you want to, if you want to read that, um, it just speaks volumes, you know, it's scary, 
that we actually have to make a really hard effort and it's going to take a lot of time and it's going to take a lot of energy, but it's for the right thing. We know it's for the right thing. Um, you know, it's worth it. It's worth putting a recurring bill on a Black Lives Matter donation. Um, it's worth reading on different topics and learning more and, and seeing the facts to not get brainwashed um, and not just relying on social media. So there's a lot of steps you can take to truly push yourself over the threshold of, of, try, of understanding to your capability because, again, you'll never actually know but you can try your damnedest to, to understand and you can try your damnedest to make a difference. And I love the thing that people are saying is like, history is repeating itself right now. You sure as hell want to be on the right side. You don't want to be the people that kids are learning about. And I hope when kids learn about this, it's, to, it's, told, it's told to them straightforward. You know, it was not just peaceful. It was, it got ugly. And who made it ugly? Who was not trying to instill peace and, and, and calmness, but, but the police? And that's a whole other different story. And I don't want to get into it because I don't believe that all cops are bad. I don't believe that. However, I do think the police system is messed up. It was built f with messed up fundamentals to catch runaway slaves think about that so why would and they're right and they're and who's policing them i mean there's somebody it's got to be someone up there someone who's paid a lot of money those guys typically aren't the best you would think and for them for them to have allowed this to go on for so long because george floyd is not the first and he's unfortunately i don't know how long this is going to go but he's not going to be the last and this is going to take some time but we now understand that it's something that we need to voice it's something that our generation needs to make a change by voting voting in your local elections um it's going to take a lot of work guys but seriously it it matters these are humans these are your your friends these are uh, Kobe fucking Bryant like this is Kobe Bryant like why you know <sighs> amazing people amazing people who have been given minimal opportunity and look at what some of them have been able to become and we worship them and we love them and we and we scream their names we love them we should love all of them and we shouldn't judge every black person with these honestly just ridiculous predispositions that are built upon years and years of, of, of racism and, and, uh, you know, hatred. hatred. And it's, it's just needs to end. And I think our generation, we're, le we're not as, we're not, we're not with the left and right bullshit. And I'm sorry if you are, I don't think, you know, this is, it's getting, it's getting, it's getting crazy, but it's outdated. We need to see change and for us to see change, we have to go hard. Think about those people in the 60s fighting for civil rights. They, they were walking in the streets. They were boycotting. Like, people are saying, like, you know, we're not our ancestors. And I don't think that's fair to say um, because they're not, like, weak. Like, were they weak? Hell no. They, they incited so much change. Martin Luther King, huge icon. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr., huge icon. I mean, of course. Rosa Parks, just two of the, the, the 
tip of the iceberg of people who stepped up and and actually made change. So I think it's something that we can do. We have the tools for it. We have the information. And, uh, yeah, we have the, the fucking power, people. I think, I think Sophia, that, that passion segued ah. into the second quote that I'm going to say again. <laughs> None of us alone can save the nation or the world, but each of us can make a positive difference if we commit ourselves to do so. Every single person has a responsibility, whether it's resharing a post. And I know some people say like resharing a post isn't enough, but honestly, it's, it's a start. So you can't criticize people for starting and for people that don't under really understand, like for me, Sophia said, you know, I saw firsthand racism. I saw people, black people who were, were mistreated for me. I know black people growing up in San Diego that are more wealthy than me. Like I've never experienced this before. Like it's, it's new. I have never experienced blatant racism or have seen blatant racism ever amongst my friends. I went to a private school with, with black people and Asian people and white people and Jewish people. And it was all inclusive. I was in a bubble. I was in this little bubble and I didn't see racism and and discrimination and injustice. And to me, seeing all this, like I said, is I can't really understand it because I've never experienced it firsthand. And the fact that there are like white supremacy groups that are forming because of this is absolutely disgusting. But I think it's important to recognize that even though there are a bunch of groups and organizations coming out to, to like racist organizations, what's important to understand is that is the minority and what is happening right now and what we are seeing this unity from everybody is far greater than these menial, disgusting, horrible, smaller groups. So I think don't get so caught up with like, oh my God, there's white supremacy groups. It's like fucking the KKK all over again. What the hell is this? This is, this is disgusting, but look at the world, look at the March in DC, look at the world. People are marching in different countries for us. This has never happened before in history. This has never happened before. We are rewriting history right now and we are using our past, the, 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 the foundation of which this country was founded on to, to change the way for the future. And yes, black people are being, are being targeted right now. And that is, that is the, the, source of all of this frustration, but it's important to recognize that minorities in this country do not have the same opportunities that white people do. And that is not, that is not a broad statement. That is blatant facts. I mean, I'm, I haven't witnessed uh, racism with um, black people in Southern California, but you bet your bottom dollar I've seen racism with Mexicans coming through from the border on all this talk about illegals and all of this. You know, it's it's everywhere. Everywhere is dealing with its own racial oppression. And this is a time where everybody needs to be united, needs to speak up and not just donate or, or protest, but real change will occur on a smaller scale. We can't just go towards the top and try to change a system that has been in place for hundreds of years. You need to start at the bottom. If you are are considered a minority in this country, if you are black, if you are Hispanic, if you are whatever the hell, you, it is your responsibility to, to take control in your local area, join your local city council, do something where you can speak up for the people in your direct community to make real change. And that'll slowly start to trickle over to a larger scale where we 
don't have a majority of white people in our government, where we don't have a majority of white men in our government, where we can also have females and 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 black females and Hispanic females and and Hispanic men and black men and Asian men and, and this whole diverse group of people that can speak for the entire country and a person in power. And I know Sophia kind of touched upon, upon this, this left and right system that we have. It is completely outdated. And we are seeing that we are seeing the effects of an outdated system by the last four years and now going into another four years, we're picking the the less of two evils. Like what a horrible system to be a part of. I don't want to vote for somebody that I think is less bad than the other fucking candidate. I want to look at two outstanding people and have a hard time choosing between the two people. And this left and right system that we have is, is too, is too much of a container because nowadays people are thinking outside of the box. People have very fluid beliefs and, and that needs to be taken into account as well. So start on a smaller scale. And I think this goes back into, I know Sophia brought it up, the Robert F. Kennedy quote again. This, this is a summary of what is going on and in this whole conversation as well. Every time we turn our heads the other way, when we see the law flouted, when we tolerate what we know to be wrong, when we close our eyes and our ears to the corrupt because we are too busy or too frightened, when we fail to speak up and speak out, we strike a blow against freedom and decency and justice. It is everyone's responsibility right now, every single person to do something, whether it's a repost, whether it's a donation, whether it's running for your city council, whether it's becoming a cop so that you can show the world that I'm a good fucking cop and I am here to make real positive influential change in my community and keep my citizens of the county and the country that I love safe. That is going to make and inspire real change. So we all need to start, we all, every single person on this planet has a responsibility to speak up, to speak out, to speak against, to unite, to protest, to whatever it is, to buy a shirt that supports a foundation, whatever the case may be, speak out for unity, for inclusivity. This is a much larger issue. And this Black Lives Matter is just an insight into how corrupt our country and our system really is. And everyone is fucking tired of it. Everyone is sick of it you know? And so this is the time to, to not let this fizzle out like the past has. And I don't think it will. I think this is, I think this is in it for some real positive change. And already, already change has happened. Already systems are changing and it's beautiful, but it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a long fight and we can't give up the fight and we all have to be willing to listen to each other. And what Sophia was saying is it's not our responsibility to teach every single person about what their flaws are and why they're wrong. But it is our responsibility to listen, to understand and to be inclusive. And at some point, yeah, you can't change somebody's mind, but you can say, hey, you know what? I listened. I listened to your perspective and I tried to understand so that everybody on this planet has a better understanding of each other. And hopefully that inspires more change and more growth and more conversation and more more openness. And um, yeah, I am hopefully looking forward to see what this movement brings the beauty that this that comes from this movement through the pain uh, Sophia has a tattoo um I don't want to butcher it what does your tattoo say oh uh, <laughs> through, through pain uh, comes strength. yeah through pain comes strength That's the best that was that was like. really I like that emphasis <laughs> strength <laughs> but it's true and through pain comes strength and this is going to be this is a painful stressful time 
for everyone, especially the fact that we're all locked in our homes and just kind of feel suffocated and no one really knows what the fuck is going on. And, and everything just seems grim going to the grocery store and to a restaurant and to target. Everything is grim and everybody's on edge and everybody's confused and, and sad. Everyone's, I feel like everybody's a little bit heartbroken, whether you're on whatever end of the spectrum you're on, everyone's a little bit heartbroken because there's a lack of understanding. And I hope that changes soon. I hope the system changes soon and hoping is not enough. Everybody has to take an action to, to actually move forward. Yeah, no, I think that's a great way to, to really end it off. You got to take action. Um, people like (laughs) there's nothing more to it. You have to really find it in you and your passion. And I highly suggest you watch some movies. Um, I think movies do a great job of obviously depicting, um, certain things, um, obviously it's not the real thing, but it's a great way to, to visually see, um, how this systematic oppression of black people actually manifests in their day-to-day life because, you know, on, you know, that's hard to try to see like the types of situations that they could be put in, but like, seriously, it's, they, their paths are set up by the government. So, Typically, people are always saying, you know, black people have are in poverty. They they're always, you know, lower on the on the income scale. Um, And that's and that's not because they're black. It's not because being black means that you you just don't make a lot of money for whatever reason. You don't have a lot. It's because they're put in this position so that they don't get education so that they can't become, you know, lawyers, doctors, real, you know, sophisticated, um, and, and, and worthy of, you know, and just like hard earned positions, their, their paths are paved. And, um, it's really unfortunate. The 13th is a great documentary on Netflix. I really suggest you watch it, um, pretty much in summary. And I just want to get it out here on the podcast so y'all can just manifest it. It's about how slavery has, converted into mass incarceration of black men, um, specifically, um, but black people, but black men, the, the statistics are scary people. Um, it really is. It really is. Um, okay. I'll, okay. Since y'all asked, (laughs) black men make up 70% of the prison system when they only make when black people only make up 13% of the population. Please tell me how that makes sense. And, and, and it's sad and it's scary and it's uncomfortable for people who are seeing it now. It's like, Whoa, that's really negative. And, um, you know, it happens. I see things from in other countries and I'm kind of desensitized because it's like, Oh, it's not happening here. Like that, how do I, how do, you know, and it's sad and it's unfortunate, but this is happening here. I have personal ties to these things and it means a lot to me. These are people living in my, in my country, in my neighbors. I want them to feel Welcome. welcome and, and, and comfortable. Like this is their, this is their home as well. So, you know, I, and I know this, we said this was the end, but, um, pretty much just really do your, do your research guys. The movies are great. I know reading up on things. It's a lot. I, for myself as well, I'm like, 
Okay, this is really going to be a lot. And take your time with it. Read, educate. It's actually so freaking interesting. It really is. Um, But watch the movies, guys. See that it manifests in so many different ways. And it's scary. It's sad. These are these are fathers. These are brothers, uncles, nephews. Um, You know, these are little little young young boys um, that we're talking about. So we we need to protect them. And uh, we can't let what's been going on for all these years to continue behind our backs because the, the power is lost from the people. I think before we end this, going off of something that Sophia said about um, education, she kind of touched upon education. You see a bunch of, you know, it's not, doesn't go to say that there are not successful black people because we all know that that's not true. And like I said, I've grown up with, with black people in my, in my immediate neighborhood that are way more successful and wealthy than I am. Yeah. I had really wealthy black uh, friends in my school, but then the school down the street, a lot of the black kids lived in the lower income mm-hmm. districts or sections. And I think that is part of the problem as well, is these lower income sections. How are these neighborhoods and these areas supposed to rise out of this this unfortunate event that they're living in when the education system isn't on their side, when um, there's there are broken families, when if I am a family that is, that is in poverty... I am not going to focus on school. I'm going to figure out how I can make money fast to pay my bills. Yeah, maybe sell some drugs. You know, that is where these crime is happening. It's not because people are just criminals. It's so people can support themselves in the quickest way that they know how. So we're not helping these neighborhoods. And that's what we need to be doing is let's work together to bring the people in poverty out of poverty. Why don't they have the same education system that I have here in San Diego? That makes no sense. So we need to focus on education is key. Education is key to rid racism because racism is taught. So understanding that in these, this is where change is going to happen, not just in at a systematic level, but these lower income, poor areas around the country that have just seen oppression after oppression after crime after after gang members and that and that is a cycle that they don't know how to get out of and that is no fault but the systems that's it so i think that's important is fucking education that's a great point that's great um thank you thank you yeah (laughs) that's that's where it all stems from you don't see like you know black people that are very successful few and far between come out of that 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 cycle. A lot of them come from, you know, my friends who who are successful black people. They grew up in a wealthy area, a wealthy neighborhood with opportunity, with with great schools, with with inclusivity, with with um, a lot of opportunities for jobs and development, and um, yeah, big larger cities, not these lower income neighborhoods, you know. And and yes, people come out of those, but like I said, it's few and far between, and a lot of times it's just. It's just a cycle. And they have to go through the damn struggle to get out of it. And it's yeah. a lot. And, you know, I'm sure for those people, that's, you know, that's their story. That's what they had to go through. And I'm sure it, you know, means something to them. But, you know, we don't need to put people through that. Like, it doesn't need to be that, um, you know. So I think, I feel like, I think we did a good job touching on a lot of this. Um, I hope some of what we said or all of what we said um or if none of what we said resonated with you you know that's okay that's okay um it's a start for change keep yeah keep in mind like you know keep keep 
doing your research, keep listening to podcasts like these about these topics, because at least it shows that, you know, you, you, you're taking the time to listen to these ty- this from this perspective. Um, so I say keep trying because change is happening. Um, and again, you know, you want to be on the right side of history, guys. It just makes sense. I know some family ties um, might disagree with with your change um, in opinion. Um, you know, I understand that some families just have those beliefs and it's hard to get, you know, some people, again, to change their minds. But you have to stick to what you believe in um, because, again, you're just striking a blow against freedom and decency and justice and, and for something that you care about and... Um, yeah, you just can't let it slide and we can't let it slide anymore. And um, yeah, I really hope peace and love to everyone. I know we're going through some crazy times right now. America is literally like on fire, literally. Um, but I hope everyone stays safe and, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter. And I think it's also important to note that a lot there's a lot of pressure to just push forward with this movement and be a part of the movement and do everything that you can right now to support. But at the end of the day as well, we are our own individuals and we do need to take the time that we need to regroup. And it's this is a lot. This is overwhelming for everybody. Even people that don't understand, this is overwhelming. People that are going through this firsthand, it's overwhelming. It's a very, very tough time right now, especially with everything with COVID and just our, our, everyone's normal has just been completely shattered. And for a long fucking time, this is not going away anytime soon. This is going to be a battle for a while. So take the time that you need to recharge, to reset, to stay grounded so that you can be the best person that you can be. You can put your best foot forward. You can instill positive change because you're in the right mindset. I know that I just got my, I just got an Apple watch and I set my Apple watch to remind me to take one minute to breathe, to just close my eyes and breathe seven times a day so it helps me kind of detract for a little bit and and focus on my mental strength so that I can put forth my all in everything that I'm doing with it whether it's my job whether it's it's being a uh, outstanding citizen or whatever the case may be and your mental health is important too so make sure that you you really focus on on you and also when um you feel when you feel up to it you know make yourself a a valuable part of your country. This is the country that you live in. And even though it was founded on, on some really shitty, horrible values and a horrible foundation, we need to stand up for the country that we live in and the people that we, we um, live with. So yeah, everybody, I hope everybody finds it in their hearts to love in a time where it's so easy to hate. It's so easy to whether whatever side you're on, it's, it's easy to hate the other perspective Find the strength within you to to generate love and understanding. And um, yeah, let's all be there for each other. Let's all be there for our neighbors, for our brothers, for our sisters. At the end of the day, we are all one. We're all we're all people on this planet that weren't that didn't have the choice to be born. Yet here we are all trying to navigate uh, through this insane, crazy, wonderful, fucked up thing we call life. Sorry, it's kind of weird. Sorry. Oh, God. I know we were going to end this. Okay, it's really weird to think about, like, yes, we are people in this life. We just, like, we, we just are born on this life. But, like, then it's, like, we've got America and how society and people and humans, like, built this society yeah. and this government and this little town. And it's, like, 
what the fuck are we even doing? No, we're involuntarily <laughs> born into a system. That's so fucked up. Oh, I didn't ask. For I didn't ask shit. for this bullshit. Okay. I didn't even want to be here to begin with, bro. Seriously, bro. <laughs> and now we're here. And so like, why can't we just be nice? I don't, yeah, I honestly don't just understand. Be good. Just be good. Try to be a good pe- person, um, especially during this time. Yeah. I posted this in my Snapchat, but I don't, obviously y'all don't follow me on Snapchat, but like I am, I am coordinating a spacecraft to pick me up and just kind of leave the planet and go to a different planet so if you are interested just shoot me a message and we'll kind of coordinate our lift off together so like escape this fucking crazy world but until then let's fight for freedom and peace black lives matter people <laughs> let's let's uh, scream it let's, let's scream and it. with that <laughs> i look forward to seeing you guys next week <laughs>